thanks for joining us again. Maddie is back, and we're going to give The Rock a bit of a, uh, a rundown this next couple of weeks, aren't we, Jared? We've been talking about him quite a bit in the last few episodes, so we've decided to, to give his, a couple of his films a go. Mm-hmm. The first one is uh, the most recent, is Netflix's Red Notice. But before we get to it, let's do a bit of a whip round. Now, Maddie, we talked about how, on the last episode, how you've been watching the horror films and I've moved into watching reality television. So yep. we seem to have swapped <laughs> lives. Yeah. Where, where, where are you seated? What have you been watching? Well, look, the, 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 the Soprano binge got usurped by Love Island, so I'm back into the reality, so (laughs) sad to say. (laughs) Sad to say. One of the greatest TV shows in history, usurped by fucking Love Island. Yeah, and it's it's thick and fast. But I did, I managed to watch The Hunt as well the other night, which... uh, Yeah, which, uh, thank you, Blumhouse, for giving us something. Like, (laughs) something a a little bit different. It's a... The social commentary is a bit miss, but it's a good flick nonetheless. So I really enjoyed that mm. one. Mm. But uh, yeah, other than that, it's been pretty thin. A lot of NBA and <laughs> NFL for me. Okay. Gotta keep on those fantasy numbers, mate. Oh, I've got to check it out. Yeah. Jared, what do you got? Oh, I had a couple of things. I watched a little bit of that Catching Killers that you were watching there, Adam. Yeah, it was all right. It's pretty standard fare for that sort of stuff, but it's uh, it was good to hear from those involved in cases and things like that. I finished yeah. up the US office, so I'm doing a quick run through the UK office just to kind of refresh things. In terms of the uh, horror stuff, I've been continuing on with more episodes of Behind the Monsters. Um, very enjoyable stuff. The last one I watched was Freddy. So I've watched I've watched Chucky and I've watched Freddy since the last time we spoke. So Robert Englund's fucking chewing everyone's ear off, is he? I England was, yeah, look, they kept him to a minimum, but, uh, yeah, as we've said before, I do have a great love for Robert, but he can, uh, you know, sometimes it's just like you feel like just pipe down. Let somebody else have a word, Rob. But I do love, I mean, he's just one of those guys where his enthusiasm for the character was just, uh, you couldn't quash it. Even he'll still go and talk really lovingly about Everything, even Freddie's dead. I mean, fuck the bloke can muster some positivity about that. So I've got to give him, I've got to give him some credit for that. For that, he's um, the only one. Yeah, and Adam, uh, I, look, I'm going to come across as a bit silly here because I. Uh, <laughs> so I watched the Chucky one, and obviously Chucky, over a few of the entries, has delved pretty heavily into sort of you know some some LB. GTQI sort of Q. themes and things yep. like that. And it's taken me this long. It was when I watched the episode, I thought, hang on a minute, is Don Mancini gay? And of course he is. And I'm like, he's only fucking put it out there in, in a number of the films and now the TV show. And I'm like, oh, okay, it only took me that long to get to it. But it was interesting to get into um, Chucky because he's one that hasn't really been covered all that much. Like all the other ones we've got, docos or copious amounts of special features and that sort of stuff. Chucky, we've got a bit of that, but not not all that much. So I really enjoyed that episode. thought it was good. They had a little bit of sort of behind-the-scenes footage of some of the animatronics and things like that that they created, which was good fun. So, yeah, that was, that was good. In terms of uh, movies, obviously, Adam, me and you went for a... Uh, 
a third crack at Halloween Kills. We had to check it out at the cinema before it before it left. So we ticked the we ticked the big screen box on that one, which was good. It's it is it's always good to see it because some things do play better on the on the big screen. Like I like yeah. the scene with the fire and him Michael Myers walking out of the burning house, but on the big screen it just looked awesome. Like mm. it was such yeah. a such a good sequence to see um, on that the penguin storyline. You know, didn't uh, didn't wasn't helped by being any bigger. <laughs> no, but no, it wasn't. Uh, other than that, Adam, I mean, you sent me a text in jest about a couple of Netflix editions over the weekend. <laughs> I did, yeah, I did. And of course, I, I uh, you know, I, I, I ha hard the text, you and then did. I, I proceeded to watch both movies. <laughs> the movies in question were uh, Kindergarten Cop Two. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> With Dolph Lundgren. No! <laughs> that doesn't exist, does it? It does. Dolph Lundgren takes on the role. Uh, yeah, it does. Yeah. Oh god! It's on Netflix. Check it out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to do it. I'll report back next time. Yes, you will. Yes, you will. Look, Dolph doesn't take to teaching as well as Arnie did. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's uh, he's coasting, Dolph. Uh, it sounds like I reckon Dolph Lundgren would be like a teacher, but like thirty years into their career. Like, yeah, yeah. If he learns, he learns. Yeah, that would be the that would be the attitude. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it didn't didn't go quite so well. I mean, it's essentially the same storyline, but a couple of changes there. But I thought I would get more laughs out of it than I did. <laughs> So that was unfortunate. (laughs) (laughs) The fact that you clung, you clung to the idea that Kindergarten Cop 2 would deliver some better laughs. Did you watch it, Adam? (laughs) No, I haven't, but don't worry, I'm circling it. What are you talking about? I mean, Expendables 2, Dolph was getting getting a few laughs out of me, so I thought... I know! I cannot wait for Dolph to um, stretch his comedic... Chops with this one. <laughs> How old is it? Yeah, it was about. Yeah. It's about three this or four year, years old. This year, isn't it? No, no, it was. I think it was about 2016 or 17. So it's a couple of years old what, now. What? I mean, it oh, took fuck. me. I, I'm not gonna look. I'm not gonna lie. I had. I'd picked it up in JB Hi-Fi. I looked at it, <laughs> but I thought, no, I can't. I just can't do it. <laughs> um, but now that you know, once it turned up on Netflix, I could do it. So, and I did. Um, yeah, and the yeah. other one, Adam, was Hard Target 2. I got onto Hard Target 2. And I, you, you were fairly complimentary with Hard Target 2. I liked Hard Target 2. It's it's middle of the road. You know exactly what it is. But it's got a couple Scotty of... Scotty Atkins, mate. You've got a couple of reasonable actors in there. They've got Temuera Morrison and I can't remember his name, but it's a guy that was in Prison Break and has, has done a few things throughout his career. So they filled, filled those roles. And Scott Adkins, look, the bloke's game. He he gets in amongst it in the fight scenes. He does the stunts and everything. He knows what you want out of an action movie, and it's it's pretty you know it's pretty predictable. It's pretty standard fare. But hey, I I look I don't mind a Scott Adkins movie here and there and uh, Hard Target, of course. <laughs> so I what mean, you're telling me is Hard Target Scott too. Adkins knows what we want. He from does. Scott Adkins. He knows exactly what we want. So <laughs> maybe Kindergarten Cop Three for Scott Adkins might be the way to go. <laughs> He knows that that's what we're looking for, a few laughs out of him. Uh, you know, look, just quietly, as I said, Maddie, you asked me if I'd seen Kindergarten Cop 2. I said no, but I am circling it like a fucking vulture <laughs> circling a wounded, wounded animal. But 
Also, you said Dolph could flex his comedic muscle. He doesn't have it. <laughs> well, I was fooled. He's, he's torn it. I was fooled by the expend- expendables too. But oh man, yeah. All right, look. All I'll say is, and this you you'll watch it immediately. But Dolph Dolph line dances in it. It's achy breaky Dolph. <laughs> <laughs> so I bet you'll watch Holy it. Now. The nut breaker bush. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's yeah. Dolph, go Good back stuff. to action pictures. Um, but of course, you know, I had to, I have to say it. Hard Target Two was tolerable. So I think <laughs> Van Damme would be proud. Would he? He would. He'd love a bit of Scott Adkins. Is Adkins Adkins is an American, isn't he? No, I think he's from the I think he's from Great Britain, but he, he basically puts on oh. the in the American accent. Right. Um does it better than Jean Claude? <laughs> yeah, well <laughs> I think he's been in a couple of movies with Jean Claude. He was in one of the universes. He has, Souls he was in Expendables too. Yeah. But look, the guy knows what the guy knows what you're looking for in these things. They're they're, they're sort of exactly those things that, that that Van Damme was doing. They take the same template from the nineties and just drop it to now. And sometimes that's all right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's not going to tax the brain, but it'll do the job. Yeah. Is that everything? That was it. All right. Mine's pretty slim. I was um, pretty much on TV the whole time. I watched Chucky episodes three through five. Mm-hmm. Oh, actually, I got solid. through the first episode, Adam. I didn't fall asleep this time. <laughs> all right, good, good. Yep. Look, it's a solid show. Without mm. being outstanding, but it also has actually thrown a few curveballs in, which I liked. Yeah. Now, so so far so good. Correct me if I'm wrong, but you haven't seen Curse of Chucky or Cult of Chucky yet, have you? No, I haven't. Okay. And I think that's where some of a, a couple of things are going over my head. Yeah. Because they were involved Especially in those probably movies. Probably in Cult of Chucky, I would imagine, right. from what I'm getting from was that, that a first bit episode. Weird, was it? No, no, it wasn't a bit weird. Like, I really liked both of them. I thought they were both very good. But Cult of Chucky just took it in a direction where it sort of... No, I won't go too deep into it, but Cult of Chucky, you can probably guess a little bit of what was going on. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so I watched those and I um, enjoyed it. I finished off the Curse of the Chippendales, <laughs> episodes three and four, which basically went into the actual... Crime side of it, yeah, which was kind of where it went a bit, became a bit lackluster. Mm. Which you know, usually I'm all for that, but I'd kind of got I'd got swept up in the in the body oil and the glitter. And <laughs> you were waiting to see blokes from in, in your words, blokes in bloody with average rigs, Adam. You were waiting to see them fucking <laughs> yeah. gyrating in banana hammocks and didn't get enough of them. <laughs> the funniest part of it was there was a breakaway group. A couple of guys left the Chippendales and became Adonis. <laughs> 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 and you should have seen the, the, some clips of their show. It was pure 90s. Blokes in ripped jeans and crop tops. Far out. So was anyone? Was any? I'm assuming there was a couple of blokes in ripping Nick because the image I'm getting from you is is just you know a little bit sloppy from some of these guys. No, no, some of these boats were rigged up. Right. But you know the 80s wasn't a time for the mega rig, was it? <laughs> you know you didn't have boats just buff to buggery like they are now. 
So there was a few sloppy units and there was a couple of blokes who looked like... <laughs> there was a couple of blokes who needed a good fucking back shave. Yeah. A <laughs> couple of but, sloppy you know, units, but they look like they've... You know, they look like the, uh, the baby's arm holding an apple under the strides at them, so they, oh, they yeah. still get a run anyway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> In their strides, they're fucking packing heat. But, you know, they weren't exactly... Adonis-level sort of blanks. So, <laughs> look, it was interesting and also, for me, as they dug into the actual how the the group was put together and stuff, they actually had some of the guys who'd been in it talking now. And I kind of wanted the the, the, the the series to end with a kind of what they'd been up to. Yeah. But it just it just doesn't. It just almost forgets about that. What you were Which waiting for the sort of disappointing. You were waiting for like the thunder from down under chapter or something like that. So I want to talk about the <laughs> fuck, mate. Unlikely second that, my, <laughs> and my stepdaughter goes, "Oh, we do one of those shows in Vegas. It was awesome." And I was like, oh, <laughs> "God, come on!" <laughs> but I finished up with Tiger King season two. Oh yes, uh, yeah, I watched that as well. Yeah. Uh, look, I'm going to put it pretty bluntly. It's it's like making a murderer. They, they they have just they've just decided that this this has got money in it. Yeah, stitched it's a bit more together. Very, yeah, it's kind of pretty average. The first episode, piss funny. Yeah, because we had a bit more of Joe Exotic. We got more music videos. <laughs> oh, there's one where he's fucking singing to a candle. <laughs> <laughs> It's obviously not his voice. Yeah, yeah. I thought the whole. <laughs> sounds like Buddy. Sounds like Buddy um, Tim McGraw or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh I mean, there's there's a part where like you hear him talking and he's got the you know he sounds like a bloody chipmunk or something, and then <laughs> yeah. in cuts the music track and it sounds like Kamal or someone like that. And you're like, it's clearly not you, mate. <laughs> no one is being fooled but, by this. But my favourite Adam was um, when he was singing to a, a dead. A dead chimp. Chimpanzee. Like they, they seemed oh. to cut the video together of the chimpanzee dying and quickly grabbed a, a Joe Exotic shirt from the fucking store to bury it in and all this sort of stuff. And oh. next thing you know, you hear the Joe Exotic version of Say Something, and I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> but the whole time, I was like, yeah, I'll do five episodes of this. Yeah, unfortunately, they then decide to spend two episodes looking into Carol Baskin's ex-husband and his yeah. death, which I was just thoroughly bored by. Yeah, it was, yeah, and bored me I was really well. getting the shits with that fucking internet sleuth. Hmm. He was just a dickhead. He was just another one of these. Oh, you know what? I've never seen so many scummy people in one place. Yeah. Everyone's got <laughs> Almost an angle. everyone is, is a scumbag in the show. <laughs> Everybody's got an angle. Everybody's trying to fucking squeeze money out of someone. It's just it's disgusting to think that these people have some kind of fame from this. Yeah. It's bloody well, unbelievable. Like, like, Adam, I mean, I've got to put it to you. Are you a bit of a scumbag for, for laughing your ass off when OJ was injecting himself into conversation? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. OJ decides to tell us that Carol Baskin definitely killed her, her ex-husband. I'm like, she should be fucking quiet, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, 
you know, glass houses, OJ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yours is a fucking greenhouse. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, oh, yeah, um, and yes, yeah, so look, Jared, I am a scumbag, no doubt about it, but <laughs> I just look at these guys and I think this in, this entire series was just a an opportunity for these guys to try and keep their 15 minutes of fame alive. Yeah. And I've got to say, the guy and, in the guy that the last two episodes focused on, Tim, whatever oh, his name is, I mean, he was lunatic. he was fucking scary. Like he was the yeah. worst that America has to offer in terms of like you know Second Amendments, um, give me my guns, all that sort of stuff. Like he was yeah, absolutely he was an absolute fucking, lunatic. He was absolutely fucking frightening, and so I couldn't really yeah. laugh. I mean, Joe Exotic had a bit of that, but then he's singing country tunes, and I had, I could laugh at it. I couldn't laugh at the other bloke. Yeah, so nah. they lost that kind he of was, entertainment was, aspect to it. Yeah, he was a horror story. That bloke. Yeah. I mean, he threatened everybody. Yeah. It was just. It was really, really poor form. But yeah. that was it for me. So let's take a break. Here's the trailer for 2021's Red Notice. Nolan Booth, the second most wanted art thief in the world. Special Agent John Hartley, FBI. Hi, guys. How'd you find me? You saw William Strang's lady with the red hat from the tape. You can't prove that was me. I got that on Etsy. I want you to help me catch the most wanted art thief in the world, the bishop. Hello, boys. It's so nice to finally meet you in person. She set me up. Framed me. A few clever keystrokes and Bye-bye, Adrian John Hartley. She's going to steal Cleopatra's eggs. They're priceless. If we catch her together, I can clear my name, and I'll help you become the number one thief in the world again. Lift your neck. You can lift my dead partner up with you. You still only have one brain. What's the plan, son of a... See? Easy peasy. My, oh my, oh my. You have to be the two dumbest men on the planet. You look awful. Going with your partner in crime. Five second rule. This is a marriage of convenience. I want a divorce so you can cancel. Are you kidding me? What? This is hard! Trying to beat me. That's the idea. Never ask me to live a lie. In my focus, I'm gonna get it all till I die. Are you not entertained? Oh, young, 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 young
trusting a thief can be dangerous. Oh, what the f- Red Notice from 2021. Written and directed by Rawson Marshall Thurber, who gave us Skyscraper and Dodgeball. It's produced by Bo Flynn, who produced San Andreas, Danny Garcia, who produced Rampage, and Hiram Garcia, who produced Hobbs and Shaw, as well as Dwayne Johnson and Rawson Marshall Thurber. It stars Dwayne Johnson as John Hartley, Ryan Reynolds as Nolan Booth, and Gal Gadot as The Bishop. It allegedly cost $200 million, and it has no box office, but it had the highest opening day with 4.2 million subscribers watching it on its first day. Mm. And it was actually supposed to be in theatres under Universal Studios before distribution rights were then sold to Netflix. There you go. All right, Maddie, straight out of the gate, what's your take on this one? For 200 mil, they should be ashamed of themselves. <laughs> um, I know we were all sitting there going, Man, they, this movie really needs another double cross. <laughs> it was it was pretty poor. There was like locations for no reason, and the 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 plot was really thin. Some good moments, some good action, but uh, two, two, Ooh, two, two. Like, look, you could watch it again. Probably deserves two and a half. But could you? I couldn't. You, yeah, but I don't want <laughs> you, to. You could watch. I really you don't want to see again. it again. I really don't yeah. ever want to see oh, it again. Jesus. No way. I'm going to go next, Jared, because I think I might. you might be somewhere in the middle. This is just just bloated, big-budget filmmaking. You know, the stars sleepwalk through it. They have no chemistry whatsoever. <laughs> the action scenes are shot in such a pedestrian fashion. You know, we shit on Six Underground. But at least fucking base shaking the camera, for God's sake. Like, yeah. this is just, I mean, it just dawdles along. There's no, it's not even funny. And it's just incredibly boring. Yeah. And it's just a waste of time, money, talent. It's one out of five. Hmm. I was very unhappy with it. You are correct, Adam. I'm one and a half. But I agree. Completely. Like, I thought The Rock and Reynolds would, would get some mileage and I'd at least be sort of two and a half. I'd have a couple of laughs, I'd, but there was just nothing. There was absolutely nothing. So I was just, I was wondering the whole time, like, when are we going to do something? Because it just seemed to be a lot of, let's just, let's just um, talk and let's let Ryan Reynolds try to salvage something here by just trying to, mm. you know, mug and do his usual stick. But it's like it's like a the, the old Will Ferrell performance, right? Where they just kind of let him go on camera and it was it was on the it was on the bottom end. Like it just didn't work. None of it mm. worked. I, I, I don't recall laughing at any one line that Ryan Reynolds dropped, which is unusual. Mm. Yeah. So and I just couldn't like the structure of the, the film like they expected you to buy that that everyone was racing against Gal Gadot to get this thing, but we knew they weren't. We knew it was going to sort of come together. So there was really no other party involved. There was no 
You know, if you look at the Indiana Joneses and all that sort of stuff, there's the Nazis in general that are always threatening, and we've got the bad guys that we know are the bad guys. And, you know, even if there is a double cross, there's there's multiple people that we can look at that are chasing this thing. For one, we always expected something like what, what ended up happening, but sort of there was just no other party. There was no race to anything. Yeah. So and when look, you say pedestrian, I think that was part of it. Like the whole fucking plot was pedestrian. The whole mm. movie just yeah. just ambled along. There was never a point where I was like, "Shit, that was tense." Like never. Yeah. So I was really, really disappointed. See, for me, it's a classic example of the current Hollywood star system. You've got three big stars earning twenty million dollar paychecks. Nobody can be a fucking villain. Mm. Yeah. Like. Why not? Like it's fucking ridiculous, mate. These these some of these actors they just they just couldn't be bothered to stretch. But even if you all. are even if you are gonna do that. Give us have a villain. another villain. Find us a villain. And they somewhere. did yeah. for about two minutes. It wasn't a very good one. But then when he was kind of done away with, I was like, Okay, so what now? Mm. And yeah. nothing eventuated. So Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, it's a real... A slog. I've got a fair bit to say. Um, yeah, same. <laughs> I, I have got very few likes. I've got a handful. Like, a small my handful. first one is I, I got a, 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 a chuckle out of the rock pulling out in a, a fancy Porsche squealing out of the fucking... <laughs> out of... As they're getting hit by a combi van <laughs> yeah. immediately. Yeah, I did I laugh at that, actually. Out of that. I thought that was pretty funny. I did have a laugh there. I actually thought, look... The opening scene in the museum started well enough. Like, it wasn't great, but it was good enough to say, okay, we've set everything up. We've had a little bit of a chase through the museum. We've got the necessary sort of, you know, the artefacts are involved and we know what we're chasing here. So I'm like, okay, well, that's that's well enough. Although the newsreel was kind of a bit silly, but, yeah, I was okay with how that started. I thought they set the rock up. The, rock, the rock's character got set up pretty nicely. These, the... the Art detective, they're like, oh, you're a bit big to be an art detective, and he sort of the off the cuff comment of, yeah, I get that a lot or whatever. There's, it felt like there was a little bit of brashness, and then, yeah, uh, but yeah, it it descended into the the mediocrity of him just being the aloof guy that's way too big and yeah, yeah. But I thought it started out all right, like his character had a bit of depth, and then <laughs> yeah, whatever, yep. yeah, yeah. It was well, a good chase scene. Look, I enjoyed the chase. Yeah, I thought the chase. I wouldn't was have put right. it in my likes because I put nothing in, very little in my likes. Yeah. But I would have said that if you're if you build on that start, you you get you got something. Yeah. The little if chase in a, so the little the, chase in the scaffolding was as good as I think as good as it got. Really. Yeah. Yeah. Are we getting to the point now where criminals that know parkour is just expected? <laughs> We expect every single person to be able to do it. Mate, parkour went out fucking 10 years ago, didn't it? <laughs> they have the exact like, same scene in Shang-Chi. Casino Royale. Exact yeah. same scene. What about a what about a crook that just has, does a bit of cardio? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. back to just legging it. Yeah. I want, I like uh, the, old, the in, old crooks are just fat blokes that give orders. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What about a crook, Jared, who's in 80s Chippendales, Nick? <laughs> he, can, he can put on a sprint when necessary. Yeah, just a short sprint. <laughs> yeah, I think 
That, that'd be nice to see. Yeah. I actually had, uh, and this was one of the, I've got to say, this was one of the bright spots of the movie for me. I'm, yeah. I'm sort of really loving Daniel Bernhardt's kind of second act as like a brawler and kind of stunts go-to guy. Like when yeah. he was in the in the prison there, I was like, yeah, good to see him again. <laughs> like, you know, he's had yeah. his ass kicked by John Wick. He's been thrown through the bus window in Nobody. I'm like, you know, he's, a, he's still a good-looking rooster. He's still in Ripping Nick, Adam. You get him. He does yeah. a job. It's good to see him. Mm. Yeah, yeah, agreed. I mean, agreed. when Bloodsport 2 and 3 didn't quite strike as we thought they would, you know, didn't quite have the staying power of a kindergarten cop too. We, we kind of... I think it's fair to say that we knew they wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe not. But, yeah, you know, there, I, I do recall a period where they were trying to make him sort of, you know, one of the straight-to-video kind of stars almost mm. in the in the mm. Gazza Daniels mould, Adam, who's also still in Ripping. Oh, Gazza Daniels. But, um, yeah, if, if Bernhardt can get it to 60 and look like that, well... Well, I'll I, give him yeah, props. I just think he's uh, he's a good go-to guy for these kind of scenes. You know, he he yeah. knows he knows how to do those martial arts sequences. I think he does them well. So I'm 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 getting a little bit of a buzz when I see him these days. Okay, fair enough. I only got one laugh out of Ryan Reynolds, and it was when he he pulls that stick in the prison about how this guy's not a cop. <laughs> yeah, he's not yeah. a cop. He's fucking FBI. <laughs> yeah. He's just saying it loud and shit. What's his there going, shush, be quiet. And he keeps saying, we well, need to stay under the radar. And he just fucking tells the whole prison. Like, I thought that was reasonably amusing. Yep. That's as funny as he got. I yep. feel like, again, that was good for the comedy purposes, but Rock would have just put a fist right through his face. <laughs> if that was him. Yeah. Any, better than any sort of reality. Yeah, <laughs> so, we're well past that. I mean, yeah. from minute one, <laughs> we were well past that. Agreed. So, what else do you guys got? Because I've only got one more, and it's right well, at the end. So, the only time that Rock gets to show a little bit of personality in the movie is when he blows up at Reynolds about them being lost. So, I was kind of yeah. like, by default, yeah. I was like, that was one of the only scenes that I was mildly interested in because he was. He was getting a bit, getting a bit cranky about it all. But again, you knew exactly what was going to happen. Mm. There was no surprise to it. But it was like, oh shit, he's actually allowed to raise his voice or something. Like, so, geez, that's how hard we're struggling for likes that I'm mentioning that. Oh, we got anything else, Matty? Nah, I, I like, only the, got I- one I like the idea. I like the idea of the Nazi cave. That was cool. And Ryan Reynolds sort of going, getting distracted by all the other loot in there. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was cool. Yeah, could have worked. And, uh, yeah, but it sort of all got went downhill after that. My only other part was um, Ed Sheeran. I thought that was in the right spirit. (laughs) (laughs) I did chuckle when he was saying, I was in Game of Thrones and starts carrying especially after, you know, the whole cameo in this. Yeah, he's been ripped so hard for that cameo in Game of Thrones. But I thought when he was in this and he's carried on, do you know who I am? I was in Game of Thrones. I thought, yeah, okay, I'll get that. I'll, I'll, give, you, I'll give you that. I'll give it a laugh. Yeah, I had that in my dislikes, but only because by the end of it, it popped up right at the end. I was just like, when is this shit going to be over? Mm. My only other like, and maybe I'm thick, but I actually was genuinely surprised by the turn. Mm. Mm. 
it, okay. it took me by surprise because I thought The Rock, you know, he it, it didn't strike me as something that he his character would do. It was completely you know? unbelievable. <laughs> oh, that totally place. unbelievable. But f- as soon as it happened, I was like, oh, so these two are in cahoots. Hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, let me I'll tell mean, you something, though. Talk I'll... about having zero chemistry. Fuck. <laughs> Those two have got no chemistry. Well, they've got I... Padlecki chemistry, Jared. Oh, no. I was actually going <laughs> to mention that. I mean, a couple of wet matches. <laughs> Look. I hate to say it, but the whole too clever flashback to saying, oh, I'm the bad, maybe I am the bad guy. I was just like, the second he said that, it was like, oh, (laughs) okay, is that where we're going? And then as things progressed, it was sort of like, yeah, I think that's where we're going. Like, so. Yeah. Maybe I just missed it because everything was so boring. I was almost like. You weren't invested. That's right. Mm. It caught you off guard because you didn't give a fuck. I mean, I'm pretty sure I was looking at my phone. I think I went to the toilet and didn't even pause it. I, <laughs> yeah, I got up and made a sandwich. <laughs> I mean, far out. Yeah, it was not uh, captivating. Have we got, have we got any more likes? No. All right, let's Nothing get stuck else. in here. All right. First cab off the rank. The Chemistry? rock is just the rock. Like this is the rock at his worst. Yeah. <laughs> It is. He is he just is coasting. Just, yeah, he couldn't give two shits about this. Like, do do something. At least Reynolds, he he's fallen back on his usual stick, but I reckon he's kind, he was kind of forced to. Mm. Oh, mate, by the end of it, Reynolds looked fucking exhausted by himself. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like, yeah, it was just, you look at the bloopers and that's what it looks like. It looks like it's yeah. just him trying to fucking save the thing. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't know how you could. He was corpsing. There was no real laughs in there. Yeah. I don't know how you could muster, well, for $20 million, I could probably muster the energy, but I don't know how you could get enthusiastic about what was being asked of you. Mm. And again. I understand the need for these type of pictures, you know. They're fun, they're breezy, they get people on it, it bums on the seats. Yeah, yes. when they're done right. Yeah, but you can still be a, a, an actor of, of, a, of a calibre, right? And I'm not saying The Rock is fucking Robert De Niro, but he's a better actor than we, we are led to believe by the mountains of shit he seems to be Pinging out recently. Yeah. And it's pretty obvious Rawson Marshall Thurber is one of these rock sycophants. Oh, I would be. He's probably, probably earned him a lot of money. Because he, 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 did, he directed Central Intelligence. He directed Skyscraper. Yeah. Central Intelligence wasn't this. horrible. Central Intelligence at least. Central Intelligence was okay. Yeah. Yeah. Skyscraper is garbage. Yeah. So here's this guy who it is pretty plain to see in my book based on Skyscraper and this. He has no idea how to direct action. I mean, he couldn't even wring any tension out of action scenes in a massive Skyscraper on fire. Yeah. (laughs) He couldn't get anything out of it. 
And I think, look... He's not an action director's ass. We've spoken about this too, Adam. Like, from the get-go, The Rock and Seven Bucks Productions or whatever take control of this. And I don't think that's always a good thing. No, it's not. I think, you know, as we've spoken about, we kind of we want to get back to a fucking great script making its way across The Rock's desk and him saying, yeah, I'll do it, and mm. I'll do it the way you want it done. Yeah. Not just... Yeah. We need a picture. We've got three actors or whatever. Let's, let's get them together and, and cobble something together. Because it's clear that this, like, there's just. If you don't take it, somebody else will take 20 million. Yeah, that's it. right. There's just there's exactly. nothing there. There's just nothing there. And it comes back to the whole the, the Netflix issue of their metrics are different. I mean, Netflix doesn't give a fuck if it's a shit movie because they know we're all going to watch it because we're not paying. There's not a second week drop off. There's not, you know... Yeah, we're not paying on the nose for it. Yeah, they're not losing the money. They've already got the subscribers and they want people subscribed. So they're getting that and they're keeping people subscribed with this stuff. So all they care about is we've already spent our money and we're all going to click on it because we like The Rock and Ryan Reynolds and Gal Gadot, so we, we click on it. Mm, at the moment. Yeah. And that's that's what it is. Well, I mean, it's the biggest fucking movie Netflix has ever had. Mm. Like, it's I mean, unbelievable. Yeah. That give the characters just, is, give the characters some flaw, some fallibility that makes them interesting. Yeah, because the yeah, because well. they tried the they tried the the daddy issues thing, but yeah, look, but it was sort of I like they the, whoever wrote it was like, let's have the have the the guy and the girl romantic comedy, but we're gonna make it two dudes and then yeah, sort of yeah, get the overtunes of uh, of mateship into instead of. Um, this budding relationship that never seems to fit or work either. I think the um, I think the Rock's wardrobe was his failing in this. One. <laughs> right. That little he's wearing the, the a skivvy turtle, at one point. The turtle and the, a yeah, skivvy and scarf combo. No. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, look, I'm not a fashionable man. I won't pretend that no. I'm, I'm walking run, runways in Paris anytime soon. But I'll look at that and I just laughed. Get get yeah. back to the days. Look, the Rock belongs in a turtleneck and a fanny pack. That's what we need. <laughs> Didn't he oh, look like he was in Jumanji the when they put him in the jungle, though? Oh, I didn't know which yeah. movie we were watching. Well, that was I, yeah. I, I said the exact same thing to Adam. I'm like, the funny thing is there's a scene where he looks just like Smolder Bravestone, but Smolder Bravestone was was a kind of parody. Like, yeah. And here he is. It's yeah. like he looks exactly the same. Mm. I thought, yeah, I thought they were definitely going to try to get a laugh out of that, but nope. Nothing. I don't care if it's $200 million and it's a pretty shit movie. But at least bring some excitement to the table. The movie is extremely boring. Yeah. And quite frankly, it is just ripping off far better films from True Lies with the dance scene to Indiana Jones to Uncharted to National Treasure. Yeah. And I'm just sitting there thinking, so so Rawson Marshall Thurber, which I'm telling you right now, his script was not this. But I also... Because it, it's been chewed up and... Written by committee. It also, I mean, yeah, it looks at all those movies, but it leaves everything they do well out for just these characters chatting to each other and and Ryan Reynolds trying to make us laugh, trying very hard but not really hitting. Performances (laughs) are very average. Yep. (laughs) Reynolds is just on autopilot. He's trying, he's he's probably trying his best, but there's not much there. The Rock... I mean, he seems disinterested, and I think you hit the nail on the head, Jared, when we spoke. Gal Gadot is not a good actress. No. 
Like she's working there is hard. A leak of chemistry. I mean, she's, she's trying, but she's trying. But as I said to you, like I'll always have a bit of a soft spot for her because you know I do like DC. She did. I felt she was pretty good in the first Wonder Woman. But everything else I've seen her, I'm just like, oh shit! I don't know. Like she, she doesn't. There's, there's nothing different. Everything's kind of the same delivery. The same. I just don't think she's she's all that crash hot. Yeah. And this and is this is a, a film like this where everything's kind of missing the mark. Is where the great actors, where you can see, where you can look at it and say, well, shit, at least they were all right. They were doing their best. But when everything's failing around but, you like this and it leaves you exposed, it really, see, it really is, makes The Rock and her look pretty average. Yeah. And the, the girl who plays the Interpol agent is also awful. Oh, she's awful. She was trash. She was terrible. They didn't give her anything to work with, though. She's just storming no, around she and has gun nothing. out the whole thing. She's got nothing to do. Which, like let's twist. face it, that probably hampers those things. Yeah. As it is. But you know what, Jared? This is the difference between a great actor and someone like The Rock who's a, a personality. Yeah. yeah like, he's, he's, a, he's an actor. He's a decent actor, but he's more of a presence. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like Full Arnie. of charisma. Is really, yeah, you know, can, tons can, of charisma. Get, can get you there in, in certain places. Mm. But when yeah. things go pear-shaped, you need a Batista. No, what you need, what you need, Jared, you need someone like Denzel. Yeah. I mean, you look at The Equalizer. Shit. That is a shit movie. Well, The Equalizer. It's a shit movie. The Equalizer 2. No, but it's a shit. No, but both of them are are, are plotted and and the like are fairly average films. Yeah. But with Denzel in the lead, they're very serviceable. Super watchable. Yeah. That's why he's a great actor. Give me, give me shaved head John Travolta over some of the performances <laughs> in this. God, <laughs> is that from Paris with Love? You're that talking was from about Paris from Love. But that was a better performance. Give me John. Give me Bobby John Travolta. <laughs> <laughs> and I would prefer the from Paris with Love pornography film than one that Travolta's in. <laughs> Uh, shit. So the, the performances aren't much good. Yeah. Oh, look, I've got a, I've got a query here. Okay, please, somebody, maybe I missed something. But Booth, sorry, Bishop puts Booth in jail. Yep. Correct. Mm-hmm. With the Rock, who's obviously her, her fella. Yep. But only. Booth knows where the third egg is. Yes. Is that right? Yep. So why bother putting him in jail? Why not just strike a deal and then double-cross the prick? Because they're trying to build rapport, I guess, is the... He's going undercover. Yeah. I know, but it's... It's a pretty it's elaborate so, way of doing it, though. It's, it's so ridiculous. over the top. It does... It does why introduce bother with a few all problems. that shit? It introduces a few problems. I mean, I know we're in a gulag that is supposedly, you know, it's in the fucking top of a mountain or something, mm. but why are we getting the prisoners to fix the wall and things like that? I mean, it's just asking for trouble, isn't it? <laughs> 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 so, <laughs> Nothing in that place uh, so, works properly. So the other side of that coin is you deliberately put your your partner, your, your boyfriend, 
and this bloke who knows where this egg is in a fucking Russian jail. Mm. And you, you, what, you expect that they're not going to get shivved in the showers or something? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And also... That's not likely to happen? I don't think, especially in that place, I'm not sure the fucking swipe card system in the prison is such a solid kind of idea. Did we workshop that one? Yeah. Especially a swipe card system that if one of the fucking prisoners gets hold of it, allows them to just fucking walk out. (laughs) Did anyone think that one through? Where the fuck is anyone going to go if they get out? You'd have to steal a helicopter. But that's what I mean. Like, it's just, I mean, there's this whole thing. But even then, it's fucking silly. Like this whole con- this whole thing that they've concocted to get out, and that's yeah. exactly what I was looking at. I'm like, they don't give a fuck if the prisoners fix the walls because they they are, uh, you know, uh, obviously there's an element that ha- it's been fucking put together, mm. and they're on the top of a mountain or whatever. But it's just so fucking silly. Like it, I just, yeah, I, I really disliked yeah, how Jared, that all played out. It's a classic example of look at the stakes. Yeah, it's it's this prison on top of a mountain where nobody can escape, and then we just conveniently put everything out there that you can get you out. Yeah, that's right. So you take away the stakes. I mean, give me something like Tango and Cash. <laughs> that prison break. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who directed that bit. But it was it was at least fun. Yeah. Yeah. The escape was fun. Yeah. I think you're right. There's no stakes in this at all. No, yeah, from not at all. From the beginning to the end, the eggs aren't that compelling a thing to get. The I mean, the eggs as a MacGuffin are fine. They're not, like you said, they're not super yeah. exciting, but they're fine. Yeah. That could have worked, but there was just nothing no around No stakes that. there. There's no, yeah. there's no stakes in the actual heist. There's no doubt that some one of them is going to walk away with it. It's like which yeah. one is going to do it yeah. in all circumstances. There's no stakes in the yeah. prison. There's no stakes in the yeah. house. There's no stakes yeah. in the in the Nazi bunker, which miraculously has an exit that no one's found under <laughs> 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 the waterfall. There's a whole bunch. There's no stakes anywhere, and it's it's frustrating. Yeah, yeah it is, and. This is what gets me about The Rock. You're the biggest star on the planet. You're laying the boot into Vin Diesel about counting punches and all this sort of shit and being a candy ass. That's nothing. But then that's, you're producing. That's kind of a You're producing stuff. candy ass movies that have no villains, no stakes, and no interest. Oh, that's kind so of a I, I think They're you should look in the mirror, the Dwayne. <laughs> yeah, but even so, I mean, the point stands. Like. Your, your ego's kind of yeah. getting in the way of this. Like, the, the movie just has nothing. Like, no, no, none of the characters are ever in, as you said, none of them are ever in danger. You don't expect any of them. Oh, just the excitement level is. What's happening? His agent's got in his ear. If you do this movie, you stay on top. If you take a risk, there's but a the, chance you'll get knocked off. But the thing is, is the- but it's, but to me, this is what's going to get you knocked off. Mm. I just think people are going to tire of it eventually. There's got to be a point where even the big fans are just like, Every five years is a new set of 12-year-olds. No, but it happened to Arnie. It happened to Sly. It happened to these guys. And they they stretch to other movies. The Rock is so big that, like I said, he just takes the, you know, the seven bucks production takes takes over and they just do everything. And it, 
I don't know whether that's such a good thing because I feel like this is a product of it. Mm. I don't know. It's definitely not a good thing because we have seen a, a, a number of pictures in a row which basically, it'd be fair to say, were middling. If at best they were middling. Yeah. Now, Maddie, you said don't take this and, and take a risk. You can still take this but also take a risk. Well, that's the thing. He is so big that you continue to make these pictures. I'm not saying you don't make these, but please, maybe fucking spend a bit more time on the script. But you make these movies. I want to see these movies. Like The Jungle Cruise, for example. I like The Jungle Cruise. I enjoyed that as a... I went to watch that in the cinemas and I had a good time. But there's still room to do something different. There's still room to squeeze in there in a different type of movie. I mean, we keep we keep going back to Batista on what we do in the shadows. That's it. Mm. You do that shit because that's that's you know, well received. I mean, Batista in that was fucking hilarious. His mm. scenes in that show were fucking hilarious. And that keeps yeah. you kind of you know, in the, it keeps keeps people interested in what you're doing. I think it's a little mm. bit of a yeah, I don't know. I just I'm I'm really fucking disappointed. I, I, I think in I think I think what what the go is is he's 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 now just a he's a persona. Mm. He's a persona. He can't he 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 can't do a five minute cameo and what we do in the shadows because that doesn't fit the rock's persona. Yeah, and and, and I think that's trouble for him. Um, look. He he would probably just dismiss that totally out of hand. My movies are all um, they're really well made. They're expensive. Everyone loves them. I make a lot of money. Okay, fine, that's great. Well, I think he'd probably hear some Which backlash and then go, "Whatever, how much money did it make?" Yeah, that's right. Well, that's the problem. Yeah, exactly. There, but there's no recourse for this. That's what I'm saying. Like things like skyscraper. Yeah, they made a shitload of money, but there was there was drop off and there was bad critical kind of response. The critical response to this has been shit. I mean, it's been very very ordinary. But Netflix is going to be fucking hand over fist to give you a sequel to this because it's their most watched. It's smashing records. They don't give a fuck about the quality of the movie, and that's a bit of a shame. Like, which is like the one what was the one with Charlize Theron it wasn't actually a bad movie. Like I didn't. Yeah, the old guard. Old guard. That was yeah. okay. That guy, had yeah. something new. That had something different to offer. Yeah. This was a turd. Yeah, it was. It. It just. <sighs> And and look, I I love The Rock. I yeah. love him as a. He seems like a good bloke, and he seems like he's a guy who works hard to get these movies out. But I think he's lost lost sight of. We don't want to see you do the same thing every time. Like even even Arnie understood that. Yeah. You know, he diversified with a kindergarten cop or a twins or, you know. <laughs> Bruce Willis and Stallone knew that very well. It hasn't worked for Dolph quite so successfully <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> yet. But, you know, a bloke like Willis in his heyday was making these big bloated actioners where he's using, strutting around with his persona, but then he'd pop up in a pulp fiction or, yeah. a, or the sixth sense. You know, a looper or something of sixth sense. He kind of knew that he could gamble a little bit. Yeah. Because he had so much cred. Yeah, that's right. And it worked for a long yeah. time. I think The Rock's got his the fingers Rock, in I just... The Rock, can do that. He's just got he's got his fingers in so many pies and he's just... He's the businessman now. So I don't know whether he's just... He's ever again going to say to someone, 
Yeah, I'll take uh, I'll take fucking five hundred grand to be in your movie because I think the script's just so great. I don't think he's ever going to do that. Mm. Gone to the and days where he'll said- pop in a Wycliffe film clip. <laughs> yeah, yelling his wrestling <laughs> the catchphrase. First, the first foray into rap. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Good stuff. God. Well, I said the other day that Will Smith had built that persona, and he actually, I believe he says it in his book, that that's what sort of happened, is he built a persona and he, you know, he made certain films based on that. But even when we pulled through Will Smith's resume, he didn't come away with a great deal of of medals. Mm. But Will Smith gave some really good performances in some of those movies. Yeah. You know, I look at iRobot, I look at... I am legend, yeah. and I think you know Smith shows that acting-wise he stretched. Yeah, he's just in films that perhaps they were tailoring towards. Okay, Will Smith's a star, and we'll put him put him out and make money on him. Yeah, I just want so badly to fucking get to the end of a rock movie and want to fucking jump out of my seat and pump the air and say, "Yes, you've got a fucking classic on the resume," because mm. it's just there's, he just doesn't. Mm. And I really want the guy to have one. And maybe he hasn't been offered one. Well, that's right. There's, I mean, he he hasn't had. But as we were kind of talking about previously, he's as far away from ever as getting one. Yeah. Because that's what if happened. Got, if he's got, got that much money, you can commission it. You know, surely. Stallone was fucking desperate when he wrote Rocky. Yeah. Um, Arnie was, Arnie was, was you know. Just the right guy for the roles like Predator when they came along, and the Terminator, and it was original at that point. Yeah, too. it was original. Mm. Um, even Willis, you know, we spoke about Willis and Die Hard. Like they weren't so big that they could just say, "I don't do that," or I, I, "I'd do it this way," or "I'll get my writers in," or whatever. I just feel like The Rock is as far from ever as <laughs> I getting- want more generic. Yeah, I just I feel like The Rock is as yeah. far from ever as getting. I mean, The Rock is now in that Will Smith mode of. When Will Smith was at the top of his game, this is what people want from a Will Smith movie. The Rock is there now, and he's just like, yeah, especially when you're working with Netflix, who just, you know, go by their algorithms, what people want to watch. The Rock's going to hit all those marks, so, you yeah. know. Yeah. We're just, I, I just feel like he's as far away from ev- as ever from, from getting a script saying, that's, that's pretty fucking great. I'll do that. Like, we didn't do any do any favours by all of yeah. us watching it. Well, that's right. That's the problem, right? Because yeah, you don't true, have to fork true. over 20 bucks. I don't see a review that says one and a half or, you know, one star and think, shit, I might keep my fucking 25 bucks in my pocket and wait till it comes home. Mm. Wait till it comes onto home video. So The Rock doesn't get a fucking... 20 the, bucks? The Rock, it does, the Rock doesn't get a, a box office return that says, this movie flopped. Mm. Like, it, it, he doesn't get yeah. oh, $100 million um, in the first week, but then everyone heard it was shit, and you finish at 150 for a $200 million movie. Yeah. It's not going to happen, because Netflix doesn't worry about that. So, See, someone like Sandler set the mode a little bit there, because he understood that if I go into business with Netflix, I get my money up front, yeah. I make some yeah. shit. And no one's looking at box office receipts. And they by can't. their measures, so no one knows if it's a. Flop by their or not. measures, the fucking Sandler partnership has been a raging success. Yeah, but you know what? The funny thing about all this is, Sandler also stretched. Yeah, yeah, uncut, uncut gems. With uncut That's gems. Right. And thank Christ for that movie because it was awesome. It's like if Adam Sandler can stretch, The Rock can stretch. Yeah. Come on, please. Please. You know what I mean? Sandler dabbled 
dabbled Tasted. with like uh, before that. What was the punch drunk P- love? Punch drunk yeah, love. Done a little bit and things yeah. like that. Yeah, but um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how you fix that. But, yeah, Uncut Gems, he was really, really good. I think the concern... Like, not just okay, he was Surely the concern with The Rock is if you veer away and go something a bit more artsy, you lose the wrestling crowd. But it's not even artsy. It's pain and gain. Mm. You know? I can't see him doing pain and gain again. And he was fucking awesome in Pain and Gain. No. Like, he was really good. Yeah. And yeah. I think Pain and Gain was a pretty solid movie. Again, it's not it's not the classic on the resume, but it's as good as he's got. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just... Medley him's going to be quick. All right, back, back <laughs> yeah, to it. Is. Back to it. Yep. The, tru- the dance sequence that's just ripped directly out of True Lies and then that whole bullshit where, yeah, he's a master pickpocket as well. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he steals that guy's mobile yeah, yeah. as he's walking past. Yeah. And I know it comes back to he's a crook, crook later, yeah. but I'm like, fuck. Yeah. The man's a giant. <laughs> if he puts hands on you, you're going to feel it. Even if it's just a fingertip. <laughs> you know it. Yeah. Not only does he take your phone, he crushes it while he's <laughs> right. getting it out of your pocket. Yeah. So I just thought, and it's another one of these... Dwayne Johnson's good at everything. Like his characters are good yeah, at everything. Yeah. Yep. Adam, I actually look. I, I mean, going back to the sort of general things. At what point yeah. should we have left the world of you know precious art and artifact theft in the action genre behind? Because I feel like it was fucking fifteen to twenty years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was in the Ocean's, Ocean's Eleven series. Okay, well, maybe I'm, I'm overestimating slightly. But the, the issue is, you know, when you... But we're talking about the first Ocean's Eleven. That was the early, <laughs> late 90s. When you go back to stuff like indie, for example, I mean, you cannot even compare the action sequences, like the, the, the way that the action sequences in Raiders of the Lost Ark are shot compared to something like this. I'm not going to try to do that because it's not even in the same ballpark, but... <laughs> I mean, even indie and, and, you know, um, I'm not talking about the Uncharted movie, but stuff like the Uncharted games, there's a common thread that they fucking fall back on things like Supernatural because sometimes it's fucking boring to be chasing this art piece for for so long. So I feel like, you know, this this doesn't have the heist elements. It's not a heist movie. It feels more like an action movie to me. So when you look at those kind of... Models, it's it's the indies and the Uncharted games and the, you know the Tomb Raider games and stuff. More often than not, they fall back on something supernatural or, or something like that because it's kind of boring at times. Yeah, yeah, agreed, agreed. And just to put a finer point on the action scenes of Raiders of the Lost Ark against the action scenes of Red Notice, you know that indie's not going to die, right? In Raiders yeah. of the Lost Ark. You just know he's not, but they 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 give you something in the action scenes because they're so that they're shot. Yeah, the car chases so are that exciting. Truck scene, um, the stunts are yeah, and the exciting. truck scene. He is getting dragged along the ground and everything like that. So there's a te- there's a tension to it. You're like, fuck, he could, he, you know, he's probably yeah. getting hurt. This stuff just has yep. none of that. Yep. And Adam, one of your favourite things. There's a lot of fucking ranking. There's a lot of ranking who's the number one and number two art thief in the world. You could be number one if we take her out of community. Yeah. But not only that, I mean, they've taken it. They're, they're referencing previous results. 
Yeah, you know, they're referencing. Yeah, you know, well, I met you back in round one. I mean, you got the chocolates, but <laughs> yeah, it's like who is there? A, like a a ranking kind of like a Guinness World yeah. Records type of where a bloke turns up and checks up. I on mean, your can stats? I go down? Can I go down and get the? Can I, can I go and buy like the best bets of the art world and fucking put a put a bet on who's who's going to steal the latest fucking artifact that's on display at the Louvre or something like that? And if you're a noted thief wanted by Interpol, you would prefer to not That's be right. ranked yeah, and yeah. known. It's strike me from the thought. list. I'm not involved. I'm not going head to head. I work yeah. on my own jobs here. <laughs> yeah, it just it cracked me up when they were talking about that. They, uh, it was consistently referenced about who was number one and who was number two. And, like, yeah, it was very amusing. I'll tell you one thing that really shit me off. The use of the deep fake technology. Yeah. <laughs> Facial recognition deep fake. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, if you've got to come up with such lazy bullshit to get through a security system, you need to rethink it. Yeah. And say there's, you know, make it a little easier. Because that was just crap. If you've <laughs> got to get a fingerprint and you're not cutting someone's hand off, you've lost my interest. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. You've got to get medieval on someone's ass. Like <laughs> no stakes. I said it before. Yeah. yeah. I'll say it again. There was nothing there. Yeah. Can I just throw this out there as well? For a movie that cost $200 million, <laughs> some of the CGI was pretty bad. Yeah, it was. Was a fair bit of it shot using a green screen, do yeah, you reckon? Yeah, I think it was. There were certain sequences where it was. The like, gulag, for sure. Yeah, there was a, there was a bunch of the, things that I was looking at and I was saying, yeah, that look, that definitely looks like. I don't think they were in most of those countries. <laughs> <laughs> no, probably not. I don't, don't know why they needed all the stupid locations. Yeah. This felt because like it. It's globe trotting, yeah? Yeah. Uh, it just was a horrible movie. I, like had shades of good movies in it, and I know that's what yeah, they slivers, tried. yeah, slight slivers. But even what's the one with um, Michael Caine and uh, not Michael Caine with uh, is it Michael? Yeah, Michael Caine and uh, Steve Martin. The- I was going to say Jaws: The Revenge, but oh, go on, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. <laughs> yeah, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels had shades of that in it. Yeah, with the double crosses yeah. and all of that sort of stuff. I'm smarter than you, even though yeah. you think you're the smartest and. But it just but wasn't funny. <laughs> but it wasn't funny. No. And then, yeah, yeah, right. and then the, the comedy- action scenes, it has shades of all these other all these classics, but it wasn't didn't get the heart pumping at all. The comedy consistently missed. Mm. There was yeah. so much so many of Ryan Reynolds' lines that I was just like, okay, uh, yep. Off we go, continue. Where's yeah, the next one? Mm. Even something like Free um, Guy. I mean, we spoke about Free Guy, Adam, and I, you know. I thought that was okay, and and that was where you know you get a bit of that Ryan Reynolds, you get a few laughs out of his lines. This was just, I mean, it was fucking uninspired from start to finish. Mm. Yeah, exactly. He was he was probably at his least enjoyable. Mm. And look, I usually get a chuckle or two out of him, even when he's pulling that usual stick. Yeah, I get a chuckle out of him. Yeah, but in this, I just. I think it was just because the movie had got off on a pretty sour note by the time Reynolds kind of starts getting right into that, and I just lost I just lost interest in it, and he didn't say anything highly amusing. Yeah. I mean, the Jurassic Park um, bit was just prime example oh. of how, how, 
how we were struggling for comedy. I can't believe we got this far yeah. and we haven't talked about the bull yet. Yeah, well, that was. Oh. I mean, I didn't even laugh when he got hit by the bull, and usually that'll get me. I mean, a bit of slapstick, if nothing else works, <laughs> a little bit of slapstick will get me. That didn't even get me there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe it's because he just got up like nothing happened to him. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Maybe it's because, yeah. yeah. Right. Well, maybe it's because the rock was bigger than the bull. <laughs> yeah, help. that's right. The guy's huge. But, yeah, I just, like, the whole, we spent fucking two minutes talking about Jurassic Park, don't move, and all mm. this, and I'm just like, what are we doing? Like, why? Yeah. Oh, my God. The closest. And the like, other thing yeah. that shit me. What was that? One of the big shit made things was, where's the third egg? And he gives this explanation about how it came about. Yeah. Hitler's bunker and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just sitting there going, what, what are we doing? Yeah. What are we doing here? But, you I know, mean, the worst part. It endlessly complicated. The worst part of that was we're led to believe that the number one art thief in the world is going to just take his word and piss off. <laughs> of course. Yeah, you know, if you wanted to <laughs> exactly. give us any more clues that of the direction that this was going, I mean, the second she walks out of that room, you're like, why are you bothering? We know what's going to happen. You know, so it was yeah. just, yeah, it was really frustrating. Really frustrating. Exactly. But Bunkers was freaking stupid anyway. We've got this ridiculous, elaborate doorway to get into the bunker. Just fucking dig a hole downwards. Wouldn't it be yeah. surrounded exactly. in dirt? Exactly. Oh, but it's a Nazi yeah, exactly. bunker, you know. They've worked on it for for a oh. long time to fucking secure everything there. I mean, Jesus. Maria. Oh, I mean, they've got better God technology Almighty. than we've got now. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. Um, Unbelievable. My last my last one. Last? A, shit, I'm still... I'm you got heaps? I've still got a few. <laughs> how, does, how does a heat-seeking missile work? Can you pull a door on a heat-seeking missile if it's shot at your helicopter? No, you cannot. <laughs> <laughs> it's aiming for heat signatures, which uh, are in the engine. I'll just... Uh, not in the fucking doorway. They just pulled a little whoopsie on the heat yeah, seeking right. missile. Maybe they worked up a sweat while they were, you know, in <laughs> fucking zero degree temperatures. Like, I don't know. Just, but yeah. the thing goes straight through and just disappears into the <laughs> fucking mountain. <laughs> it was a heat seeking missile, isn't oh, it? Oh, I don't know. I didn't know. By that point, again, I didn't know. I like know. the idea of a complication, but it's just ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> You know what, though? You know what? The worst thing for me was when uh, they do the Indiana Jones callback where Booth whistles the Indiana Jones theme while they kept walking down into the bunker. Yeah, yeah. And all I could think was, I should put Raiders of the Lost Ark on. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Reference the movie. Don't bother to watch it and take notes or anything. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So how'd they do that again? I mean, you could copy Raiders of the Lost Ark beat for beat, change a few names and a few, you know, um, ethnicities and things like that. (laughs) I would have been happy as Larry because this was just not it. I was not happy at all. Oh, you know, God. so I spoke about. I spoke that I liked the opening in the in the museum. The point where I started to yeah. sort of turn turn off and, and and you know started to get a little bit twisted up and a bit angry about things was why do we always seem willing to fucking tackle a bloke out a window? Mm. I mean, I know these guys yeah, yeah. are well prepared, but you cannot tell me that 
I'm well prepared enough to tackle a guy out of a window and just just be okay with the consequences. I know there's a there's a fucking a little shanty fucking store down there that I'm going to land on the roof of or something like. It's so fucking stupid. <clears throat> it's just yeah. yeah. We've, they've been doing it in these movies forever. Yeah, that's right. It's it's just tired now. It's really. And also, just just another thing to say, and and yeah, you know, I don't, you know, I've never been the man who's most well known for things about realism in films, but no, that's not breakaway glass. No, no, no. It's gonna cut the shit out of you. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But even then, like I, I've copped that in movies. I've copped stuff where you know someone's going out a window or whatever. But it's just it, again, it's it's the Rock and um, you know Rawson Rawson Marshall Thurber like. It's the same as Skyscraper. Like, nothing about it was remotely believable. I mean, at least in Die Hard, I had a sense of, well, fuck, you know, on a good day, you probably could have survived hanging off that fucking, off the fire hose and going through the window. But mm. this is just so far beyond it. These, they just, I just can't I, can't, I can't go with them. Yeah. Totally agree there. Yeah. Chemistry. Chemistry. Whew. At the end. Shit. When, when I know we're coming back to this, but when they we finally find out they're together, I mean they look like brother and sister. <laughs> they do. They have absolutely no romantic chemistry. Yeah, yeah. And I know it's only a couple of scenes where we get that feeling, but there's no real romantic chemistry between the Rock and and Gal Gadot. It's just kind of like they're just at one level the whole yeah. movie. And it just continues on when they're in yeah. those scenes. They look like they'd run out of conversation on that boat pretty quickly. Yeah, fucking oath. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's twiddling his thumbs and she's fucking staring at him waiting for him to say something. That's where we would have been had Booth not turned up. Oh, God. Uh, look, my last dislike was the fact that they even tried to tell us that there's a sequel. Possible sequel on the doorstep. Yeah, well, I mean, gonna, there is going to be just one. Just kill me now. There's going to be I'm one. I'm not going to watch it. Well, if it's on Netflix and I've fucking paid for it, I might as well. <laughs> <laughs> I continue to be part of the problem. I get one movie in a about. month. I get one movie in a month. It's not going to be that. Well, you know, when I'm when I'm digging <laughs> to the depths of Kindergarten Cop Two, I can make time for Red Notice too. I guess. Like, <laughs> obviously, the schedule's not full. Yeah, I, I, I've got to... Yeah, you, you'll make time, Jerry. <laughs> yeah, I will. I'll bump something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I'll put off an important meeting oh, or something like that to watch Red Notice too. Yeah. So, so the twists, we've kind of mentioned the twists, but they're so fucking uninspired. For the most part, they're expected. And I guess the mm. rock one was it was always on the... It was always in the in the thinking because he said the whole bad guy line, but then the other part of it to me was like, what? At what point does a fucking FBI profiler manage to get bailed up in a prison in this fucking setup? Like it just the way yeah. it happened. It, again, it was a lot to cop. Mm. Oh yeah, we fucking called someone I mean, and you're not on the system. Like, what do you mean you fucking called someone? You made one call and now you're going to arrest this bloke? Like you haven't confirmed anything. You haven't confirmed a single yeah. thing, and you're going to put him in a fucking... I oh, know, again, it's a setup. But- I get that, but I'm just like, that. you look at that and you say, well, this is so fucking stupid Why is he that I'm still that? looking at, yeah. you know, is he part of the fucking... But also... Ryan though, Reynolds would have been onto it. Also, though, time. Jared, yeah. he must have convinced them in some fashion to be on the case at the start. 
Yeah, that's right. So how does he convince them he's an FBI profiler? Mm. I mean, we should have known something was dodgy when he gives his profile of Reynolds. Yeah. And it's just this tosh about fucking <laughs> all these cliched bullshit in there about, you know, you've got dad issues and da 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 It's just like, ugh. Yeah. All right. Good one. <laughs> yeah, that didn't work. Um, what was with Soda Voce's voice? <laughs> There was a bit of yeah. a bit of a voice being put on there that I'm not sure was. I mean, I I didn't think yes. he did a terrible job. I thought the character was super bland, but I thought as an as an acting performance, he was fine. Hey, yeah, he was at least somewhat menacing. Yeah, but the voice, what was going on there? I don't know. <laughs> One of those choices. <laughs> How bad was the timing yeah. in the house? The guards are walking around. Yeah. Oh, Why? Oh. Why are we fucking changing? What's uh, the routine yeah. here? I mean, and you seem to have... The guy is a notorious drug dealer. Yeah. He hasn't got this shit down to a fine art. You, but you seem to have the Come angles on. covered. You had security cameras. You had guards stationed at locations. Well, I thought when you when you did the fucking march around, it was because you didn't have you know you had to cover perimeters with limited numbers or something. <laughs> You've got numbers everywhere. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you can put, <laughs> put a, seven dudes on the door. That's right. I mean, <laughs> why are you swapping? It's not. I don't know. <laughs> you, you got a lunch For break or something. Purposes. <laughs> Yeah, that's fucking bullshit. Well, they've got their powders and pills, mate. Because <laughs> yeah. I think the problem with that shit is trying to make it, oh, look at how hard it is, and this guy's going to do this fancy shit to get through it. But it wasn't even yeah. that fancy. But isn't it harder if the person standing on the door doesn't leave? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen yeah. it a hundred times. I mean, um, it seems like it seems just set up perfectly that you every fucking two hours or whatever you're giving us a forty five second window. <laughs> How about you just leave that guy standing at that one spot for two hours, and when it's time to relieve him, yeah. the next guy comes yeah. and says, "My turn." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyone in the security game would have told that bloke, "Look." You don't need to do the perimeter swap, like the forty-five yeah. second window. You don't need it. Yeah, mate. I mean, just put a couple of guys at the door. I mean, essentially, you know, these guys have to then work around. You know, they get to the door and there's a bloke saying, "What do you blokes want?" Like, <laughs> there's no forty-five <laughs> seconds of, oh yeah, we're crossing over. Time to do our little march to the other end of the hallway, and someone else is going to stand exactly. here. Exactly, just bullshit. The biggest thing for me, well, the middle part of the movie is super fucking flat. The party included. Yeah. But when they get oh. to the, you know, the... the, the that's f- where you need Michael Bay, Jared. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that is where you need Michael Bay. That's where you want Michael Bay and going, sitting behind best. a director's chair going, I want, the, I want the camera to really fucking fuck the audience in the face. Like. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, that was a crude yeah, description, what? but that's what I feel like when I watch it sits underground. <laughs> think it was so bland, especially the torture sequence was one of the blandest of the whole fucking bit. And it was just oh. kind of, uh, I mean, that was where Gal Gadot was at 
her worst. That's when Rock movie. was at yeah. his worst. Yeah, the Rock was, was at his worst. Weird <laughs> acting. I mean, he can't even convincingly tell us he got zapped on the balls. <laughs> Get up with a limp, mate. Yeah, use an old actor's trick. Yeah, but it's not a screaming hell. Yeah, that was not. That didn't work out. But probably my last one. I'm not going to kick it too much more. But and I, I kind of briefly mentioned it. But there's no. They're not working against anybody. Like briefly, yeah. it's Soda Voce, but then. We're supposed to believe it's a race with Gal Gadot for the third egg, but the whole time you're thinking this is going to turn and they're going to work together or there's going to be, you know, the little backstabbing and stuff mm. like that. But there's still no other element in there that's kind of yeah hanging over it. I mean, by the time we get to the, the Nazi cave and it's the, um, the fucking cop again that turns up, isn't it? Fuck, I, don't, I can't even remember, yeah. but it was the cop that turns up yeah, again. I'm just yeah. like... This is just a symptom of you, you don't fucking have a, a villain or you don't have a, a a fucking group that you're working against, so we've just rolled these ones back out. The cops are here again. How many of these eggs do you yeah. need? If he's got this Nazi one on tap, just freaking go for that one. That's enough, you greedy prick. Yeah. Outraged. <laughs> yeah. Even that even that idea, you get the three eggs and this guy's going to pay you 500 million bucks or whatever. Even all that stuff, like it didn't. You yeah, know, there's no. It's so simple. There's no mention of uh, it's about the stakes or I need the thr- yeah. I need the rush or there's like there's no character feature like of I'm a thrill seeker or something like that. It's never been about the actual steel or. Yeah, that's right. There's yeah, nothing. Yeah. There's nothing like money that doesn't matter. Yeah, it's it's about the the thrill of the chase or whatever. Yeah, you know? That's he just kind turns of what into Indiana this Jones was. this pathetic suck up to the Rock. Like we all like the Rock, but Jesus, <laughs> he just well, I'm going, I'm quietly going off him at the moment. Quietly, <laughs> 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 after watching these two films of his, oh, <laughs> I have slightly gone off the man. Mm. Yeah, I'm a little bit upset. Mm. And I haven't seen Jungle Cruise or, I don't know, what, oh, the last one I saw prior to this was, other than Skyscraper, was that god-awful San Andreas. Yeah, yeah, I dodged that one. Yeah, I think, look, well, as I said, I, I thought Jungle Cruise was okay. It's, I mean, it's nothing... Unexpected. It's a Disney movie with the rock in it. You can kind of pick the things that you're going to see, but at least I had, you know, I, I had an enjoyable experience with it. I mean, this one was just it was a chore. Yeah, this one was trouble. Trouble. Is that everything? Yeah, that's it. Oh dear God. Okay, that was Red Notice. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, and Podomatic, as well as all other places you get your podcasts. Send us an email at thrillme at iinet.net.au. Like us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia. Podomatic at thrillme.podomatic.com. And Instagram at thrillmepodcastau. Try to rate and review us if you can. That would be uh, certainly helpful to the cause. The next episode... We're going to do The Rock's first... Was it his first or second? I think it was his second. His second film, Mm. uh, which is Walking Tall. But until then, take it easy and we'll catch up with everyone later. 
Cheers. Find the podcast at Podomatic or on iTunes. Don't forget to rate and review. Like us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia or contact us at Thrill Me, all one word, all lowercase, at iinet.net.au.